So you wanna know? Welcome to the Swana Know podcast. I'm your host Annelisa Swana, but I'm not alone. Hello, Kelly Kells. Hello, Annie. Happy to be sharing the mic with you. Join us every week as we explore extraordinary conversations of triumph, resilience, and anything you wanna know. In a rapidly changing world, the question of preserving cultural practices can be both intriguing and challenging. Today, we're going to share our experiences, perspectives, and aspirations in navigating the beautiful intersection of tradition and modernity. So, Kelly Kells, yes, what specific practices or traditions hold the most significance for you in your family? I think for me, something that we did every single year when I was growing up was camping over December. Nice. So it was something that my mom did when she was growing up. And then when I grew up, then I was taken camping. And some of my earliest memories are from when we were camping. There's a photo of me. I don't even know. I'm not even one year old yet. And I'm just sitting there living my best life (laughs) in the caravan tent. And I just look so calm like i'm just That's so cool man yeah so i remember every single year we would meet friends there and you just like you just become friends with these people you don't know how what happens you don't like sit and wait for them to come yeah, to you, or what you it's, yeah. it was just so easy to make friends back then and those people become like your best friends like you've known them for oh, years yes. and you're going swimming and you're getting so sunburnt and Sometimes there were families that would come at the same time yes. every year. So you'd know over this period you were going to see your friend from so last year. So the regulars. Year. Yes, the okay. regulars. We would be there every single year. We'd get you at the same campsite every year. So, and, and I remember another thing was um, they would have like this pageant sometimes. Um, and then they'd make all the kids a participate. at camp. Yes. So to be like Mr. and Mrs. Willows or like little Miss and... <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss and Mr. Willows or whatever, like, you know, one of those things. So you have, to, cool, you have to remember to pack your pageant outfit. <laughs> I never won. But like, <laughs> oh, it is so crazy for me to think about how things have changed so much mm. over the years. Because we haven't gone camping now in seven years. Um, and a lot of people prefer luxury over traditional camping True. these days. And I think maybe like with the expenses that kind of comes with it, people would prefer to go to a luxury self-catering yeah. place instead. I think even for me now, I would prefer Pretty that much. over camping. But I, it does kind of make me a little bit sad because I would have liked for like maybe my kids to experience mm. that as well. And like for my husband, for example, he... It wasn't something that he did with his family, but one year, it was actually our very last year that we went camping, he came with us. And he also said that he like enjoyed it so much. So I feel like it's something that we've stopped doing, but it's not something that we can't start doing again. again. Yeah. You know, I've never gone camping. Really? I've never. I think the idea of sleeping in a tent when I kills outside. Mm. Maybe caravan camping is for you. Where do I wash? In the communal bathroom. Also, it's fancy, no? No, it's not fancy. <laughs> but you have places. But like there's, there's places that have like a communal bathroom for running water and all of that. Okay. And I think that is, I think that's something that never bothered me growing up. But if I think about it now, wow. that is probably something that would put me off from going 
camping I, again. I get you. But Gr- granted, it depends on where you go camping also. Like, if you're going camping out in the woods with your tent, <laughs> you are not going to have a communal bathroom there. Because <laughs> I, I thought camping was like that. I thought, you go camping, girl, you're not going to wash for the duration of the camp. No. So if you go to, like, an actual place with campsites, campsites and whatever, they camp. generally have like a communal bathroom where you can take your showers, have a bath, you know, in the morning. If you don't have a scuttle there by your caravan yes. or, or by your tent or whatever, you're going to march down there to go brush your teeth, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's, so it's like that's that. That's cool, actually. Yeah. Maybe. You're thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to go cast <laughs> I don't think so, too. But... Let's never say never, Kel. Okay, okay. Let's see what life brings. So we recently spoke about your cultural heritage yes. and your background and traditions. So I just wanted to find out from you what exactly is your cultural heritage background and how important is your family's cultural heritage to you? So let me, let me start with the last question. Okay. My family's cultural heritage is so important to me mm. because I feel that... It is who I am. Okay. It is who I am. It is the things that made me. So a lot of everything that I do, it stems from that. Yes. A lot of um, things that I want to do, it comes from that. It's what made me who I am because it's how I grew up. It's how my families did things to ensure that I am where I am or who yeah. I am today. So it's very important to me. So my cultural heritage, I'm Kosa, okay. as you know. And I am, I love our cultural heritage a lot. We have a very rich culture. Mm. One thing I love is our language. Okay. Woo! Yeah. If I would wake up when I kills. <laughs> There's a meme that, that was circulating at once. This person says, yo, if I'd wake up and I wasn't closer, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> if I would wake up and I was not able to speak a closer, yeah, I don't know, You man. wouldn't feel like yourself. I wouldn't. Mm. I really wouldn't feel like myself. So it's, it's, very, it's really who I am. It's, it's my identity. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to me. I want to ask you this, Kelly Kells. What is one tradition or something that you did so often mm. that it became like a tradition that you have said, you decided in your mind that, you know what, this, it stops. It ends with me. It ends with me. <laughs> this bus has gone on for too long. This is the bus stop. I can tell you, it's not something that we've done for too much for for. It's not something that we've done too often or anything, but something that I feel in our college community that needs to stop is this putting of your names together <laughs> to name your <clears throat> child. So we must now take mom's name and dad's <laughs> name and we must take half of it and put it together, mix it up and... Now we have a new name for our baby, you know? It's so cool. No, Kels. no, no, no. Because then your kid has such a weird name and such weird spelling that they don't even know how to spell it properly. Mm. And I've seen that it's become such a problem in schools as well because now teachers are struggling to pronounce kids' names. They're struggling to, like, Hello, get Kelly, them you, to spell you it. You want to be creative. No, guys. 
It's been going on for so long that it needs to... And I don't even know what the rules are. I don't know if it's supposed to be dad's name first and then mom's name or... We just mix and match. We just... Whatever works, <clears throat> that's your name. I'm just thinking now, if my husband and I would join <laughs> our names, our child will be Andelisa. Does does Andelisa have a meaning no. in your culture? <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> It doesn't. It's like, hey, Andalisa. It sounds like it can work, though. It's not like one of those exotic names that you just like, sorry, can you say that again, please? (laughs) Andalisa, come here. Ah, Kels. (laughs) So my name with my husband's name mixed would be Kellen, which is actually a name. But... You see, this is where those rules come in where I don't know if it's supposed to be the dad's name first and then the mom's name. name. But then I'm like, because if it's his name first and then mine, I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, you see, you can't even think of anything. (laughs) You can. No, 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 no. We will not be doing that. And that's just something I feel we need to move on from as colored people. It's like, let's bring it to a stop. Please. We spoke briefly now about your heritage being Kosa. And I've heard of so many different cultural traditions in the Kosa community. And over time, things have gotten more modern that we've seen a lot of the younger generation pulling away from cultural traditions or wanting to change it, or just not wanting to participate anymore. However, they are still doing it because they are forced by their parents. Mm. So I spoke to someone recently, and she was a bit annoyed at tradition that her mom is forcing her to do. Apparently, it's something that was supposed to happen when she was a baby, or when she was a young child or something, yeah. Um, But then they never did it, and now they want to do it for her because she's having a baby. Okay. But what's annoyed her most, I think, is the fact that they've made the whole thing her responsibility. Now she has to pay for it. Yes. So something that was not necessarily supposed to fall on her, which her parents were supposed to pay for, they now are forcing her to pay for something that she doesn't really Mm. want. So... How do you it's feel a, it's, about that? It's really a, a tough one. You know, we are strong believers. Yes. If we believe it. Okay. <laughs> oh, if we believe it, I it is it is like that. It yeah. is like that. This is it. So it's like if her family is really they really believe that in order for things to work out for her and her baby, yeah. she needs to do this. Then she's at a at a very yeah. tricky place. I think it's quite tough for her also because I think, number one, she isn't really interested in doing this. Number two, okay. she knows it was supposed to be something that was supposed to be done when she parents. was yeah. small and that she's not actually... She wouldn't have been responsible to pay for it herself. Mm. And she also feels like... Whether she does it or not, it's not going to make a difference in her life. Mm. But her dad passed away last year. And I think she thinks that her mom might be forcing her to do it because it's what her dad would have wanted. Yeah, so I think it's it's really tough for her because she's going through with everything. She's paying for everything. But... She's her heart's not in it's it. It's really tough when I can, you, you know when you put the reasons that you have put yeah. now, 
it is tough because as much as she does not think that this is going to make a difference yeah. in her life because we are people who strongly believe in things mm. think we'll do things over and over yeah. again i don't see results but this is how we do things mm. this is how we do things and we like it we yeah. are happy with the way that we do things and now considering that her dad has passed away as well oh we believe even more we believe even more <laughs> that i we should do this yeah we should do this and you'll be like oh dad will not be happy if i mm. don't do this so it's it's a really tough one i always say that to each their own do what you feel is right for you yeah. do what works for you you know now that now that we're talking i'm thinking there was something at home that my mom used to do sundays yeah sundays were church days kelly mm. come rain come sunshine come sickness <laughs> come disease come anything sunday you are at church if you are sick you go to church because they're going to pray for you at church yeah. and you're going to you're going to feel better you're going to feel better so if you're sick there's your solution church <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're feeling whatever your solution is church. church so this particular sunday i was like i'm not feeling well because i had an injury in netball the previous saturday mm. so I, Saturday came back. I took a bath and I went straight to bed because I was not feeling well. And my mom was very sympathetic. She was yeah. like, "Okay, what do you want me to give you?" And she really took care of me. So Sunday morning, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> girl <laughs> is on my luck. side. <laughs> girl is on my side here. Let me try my luck." And I was like, "Oh, mama, I can't go to church. Like, why?" Like I'm still not feeling well. My leg. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm gonna. I have. I have to go to the doctor on Monday. She's like, oh, no worries. Like, no, okay, it's fine if you don't want to go to church. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not going to church. And then she turns and says, but you'll have to stay outside. Like what? Outside where? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like no, on Sundays. and close my house so that angels can do what they want in my house yes. whilst we're not here so i don't want anyone <laughs> disturbing the angels <laughs> so it's fine you don't want to go to church it's okay my dear daughter but you'll have to wait for us outside now it's like no ways no. and do you know what you went to church i went to church and they prayed for they you they prayed for my leg <laughs> They went for my leg. So really, really, like, I don't know. I think it, it goes across the board, actually, mm. that our parents, when they believe in something. Yeah, they believe wholeheartedly. Come rain, come <laughs> sunshine, we will do it. So on that note, is that something that you are changing for your family? Yes, ma'am. Okay. It is. I love church. I love going to church mm. and really I want my kids to love going to church. Yeah. I don't want it to be a burden like oh my gosh, it's that <laughs> thing. 
that's that thing. We have to do that thing again. But I actually want them to look forward to, ah, oh, it's Sunday school. Yeah. So, ah, let's go. Yeah. Mommy, mommy, let's go to Sunday. I want that type yeah. of vibe. So I, I always, even now with my four-year-old, I always try and make going to church exciting. It's mm. like, oh, we're going to church. You're going to see so-and-so and teach her yeah. so-and-so. It's like, really? Oh, oh shame, today. and then you get today. So I wanted to be mm. a thing like that. Not a... Oh, not a forced not thing. A, yeah. Before we go, tell me one thing you love about your culture. Our clothes. Okay. Oh, I love our clothes. Yeah. Really. I love the beads. Mm. The head wraps. I love, love them. The I was skirts. saying um, that... One day, I just want to experience an African traditional wedding, and I'd love to experience an Indian traditional yes. wedding. Yeah, Kels, if you go to an African wedding, yeah, talk you got to me. me. Talk to me. Okay, I'll sort you out. Okay, You'll I'm coming be... to you. And what's one thing that you love about your culture? Um, I don't know why, but we have this unspoken rule that we must have cook sisters on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> But like, and it doesn't, on a Sunday, it hits different, day. Right? <laughs> like, it's not, you mustn't, you can't just have cooksisters every day, any other day. No, on a Sunday, okay. you go to church and you come home and then you have your cooksisters. Yeah, it's like that morning coffee yes. with your cooksisters on a Sunday. It just sets the tone for the entire day. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's so cool. I think I must try it. You should. That's all we have for you today. Swanna no more? Join us again next week. Until then, stay inspired and stay motivated. Bye Kelly Kells. Goodbye Annie.